Guys, welcome back to the Macro Golf Podcast. It's Joe here, and today I'm going to bring you a special two-part series. This is part one of the two-part series, and this series was filmed when I went up to see Damon from My Golf Tribe, and this is the audio clip from an interview I did with him. So I split this into two parts. This is part one, and in part one, we're going to talk about five top tips for busy golfers. So if you're a golfer trying to improve their game, trying to shoot lower scores, Damon's going to give you his five top tips for you to shoot lower golf scores with very, very little time. And then in part two, we're going to talk about a completely new topic. So stay tuned for part two. This is going to be part one, and I'm going to jump straight over to the interview that I started over with Damon. I hope you enjoy the episode. Damon, welcome to the channel. Thank you for coming on. Let the guys know who you are, what you do, and where they can find you. Jay, first of all, thanks a lot for having me. No um, so guys, I'm a full-time coach that is now primarily online, but I have a small academy up in Cheshire with a team of two coaches that coach full-time. Um, where can you find me? Well, in-person is up in Cheshire, uh, but online, uh, Damon Wood Golf is the, uh, the account handle. Exactly. So guys, go and follow all of Damon's socials, go and follow his channels, go find all the stuff that he does before he gives you his top tips. Number one, what is the first top tip for busy golfers? When people come to see you, I know they're busy, they've got full-time jobs, they've got families, they've got all this stuff going on, but they're so keen at getting better. What can they do if they're busy? Top tip for them, what's, what's top tip number one for busy golfers? Number one, as ironic as it is, Joe, it's stop watching content. Okay. Yeah? Turn it off, turn the video I know, right? No, but all joking aside, it's very easy to just consume, consume, consume. Yeah. And the content right now on YouTube is fantastic. Mm -hmm. When it first started coming out, some of the stuff was very questionable. Um, but it is really, really good now. And whether it's an established guy that's bringing it out or girl or someone that's just starting out, the quality of the content's great. But it's very easy to go down a rabbit hole and get extremely confused. And not just that, how does that client or you, the individual that's watching that content, how do you know it relates to you yeah. and how you move and what you need to work on? So best piece of advice would be to stop watching it initially get an understanding of what you, the individual, needs before you continue to consume. Nice. And is that in terms of Instagram, short form, like Reels, YouTube? Everything. Does that also apply to like online courses and different things? Would you say that those things are a little bit more specific to people or is it all kind of a little bit generalized and it's not necessarily going to help you, especially if you've got less time to kind of work on this stuff as well? Oh, mate, I love that. So here's the thing. Some of the online courses are fantastic. So like a, a generalized break 80. Yeah. Yeah. So like right now I'm doing a, a one to a hundred videos. And currently, as we're speaking, we're going through six very specific detailed, just me talking to the camera, relevant information to help you break 80. Mm -hmm. There's nothing technical in that though. It's about giving you advice on actually understanding how far you hit the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Pre-shot routines, stuff that is really, really valuable but isn't telling you how to hit the ball better. So that kind of content for me, go and consume it, but make sure you act on it and you implement it. Too many of us watch content, consume it, absorb it, but then don't use it. Mm. So like you've just done your, your seven day mobility challenge. Fantastic, because everyone realistically needs to improve on their mobility. And that kind of stuff is gold. But how to stop your slice strengthen your grip, make sure it's great, but how do you know that's the right information for you, the individual? You just don't. Yeah, and I suppose if you're short of time and you've watched all of these different videos and you've got all of these diff different things to go and work on, 
you go and head to the driving range, you've got 10 different thoughts in your mind, 10 different things yeah. to fix. And if you're short of time, that can make it even less efficient and even less use of that time. So I suppose what I dragged from that, what you said there, is if you are going to spend time absorbing content, maybe absorb content that's a little bit more strategy-based, mindset-based, stuff that's not going to take up your time at the driving range, but it's stuff that you can take onto the golf course without any kind of driving range time. It'd be like strategy and knowing your distances and working on that type of stuff and then making sure you're being a bit more efficient with your driving range time, basically. 1,000%. And you'll notice as we go through these five, there's a general theme. Yeah. And that's basically it. Take us to number two then. What's okay. number two? Number two, top tip. So number two, mate, not just talking about struggling for time or short on time, but also money, right? Mm. Right now, cost of living, money's important. True. Yeah. And so many of us are saying like, I want to get better, but I'm short of time, short for cash. But then we'll spend a whole year going to the driving range, lots of time, yeah. <laughs> buying range balls, lots of money. Okay, so just doing some very simple sums. To go on a Trackman range right now, 100 balls, you're looking anywhere between 11 and 12 pounds for 100 balls, yeah? Yep. You do that once a week for the whole year. First of all, that's a whole year, but secondly, it's around 600 quid. Now, all of a sudden, you think, oh, wow. More to that, there's no guarantee you're going to get any better. So you can spend a whole year, 600 quid, and not get better. Blows my mind. So making sure that we don't just keep conning ourselves like, oh, I can watch this video and I'll implement this and I'll try this and I'll try that and it will get better. Because all of a sudden you'll be having a conversation with somebody else two years down the line and you're still in the same place. Yeah. But two years down the line, you're two years worse off and 1,200 quid worse off. And that's if you go into the range once. And how many people go to the driving range, buy 100 balls, feel like they're hitting it terrible, look at the clock, you know what, I can squeeze out another half an hour and go get another 100 balls. Yeah. So all of a sudden that 600 turns into 1200. So true. And more time wasted. It's something I ask people all the time when they come to me, I would say when they, when they first come to me and ask them a little bit about their golf, and I say, you know, are you currently having lessons or, or what are you currently working on? Yeah. And generally what I see is if they're not having lessons and I say what you're working on, they give me a blur, like a spill oh of my, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then generally the follow-up question to that would be, you know, have you got better? Have you got better over the last three months? Yeah. Have you got better over the last six months? Yeah. And typically there's a trend of what you said there, like the people that have consumed a lot of content, a lot of stuff going on in their head, hitting a lot of balls at the driving range, loads of stuff going on, not got any better. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to avoid, right? We're trying to make sure that the time you are spending and the money that you're spending, as you said, yeah. you're actually getting better. Because if you're not, what's the point? Yeah, that's I couldn't it. agree more. Yeah. Absolutely. And like, just going on to that a little bit more, I have a lot of conversations because I try and reach out and speak to as many of my followers as possible on Instagram. Uh, and have some fantastic conversations. And if for the guys that aren't having coaching, they're going to the YouTube or Instagram, getting mm -hmm. the content, and oh, I'm just trying this, and then I'm just trying this. And the problem is then, when they do hit a good one, they don't know why they've hit the good one. Yeah. So then trying to repeat that is impossible. If anything, it just further ingrains that bad habit, right? Of course so that it one does. they hit that was potentially a bit lucky or just things clicked or they timed everything up and sequenced everything, suddenly that's then like, ah, that was yeah. the aha moment and then they go and chase that again. Where actually there was no real, I assume we're going to go on to this, but there was no real plan, no real structure, oh. no real kind of reasoning behind that. It was yeah. just a, a freak kind of matchup. 100%. And yeah. then for the guys that go for the odd lesson as well, so I, I, I was told to work on this. Okay, fantastic. Why? And they can't tell me. And that's the scary thing. It's so for me, every client that comes in really needs to understand, right, what's the goal? What's the intent? Okay, brilliant. So that's what you want to do. Most of them can't even tell me that. No. Oh, I'm trying to hit it straight. Why? <laughs> yeah. 
Why are you trying to hit it straight? You know how hard it is to hit the ball straight? Yeah. You've got zero room for error on path and face, the two most important things, other than obviously low point, and that is the, the crucial point. But So you're trying to hit it straight. Okay, great. How are you going to achieve that? So working on that takeaway, how is that actually going to help you at impact, other than perhaps make your takeaway look pretty? It's so it, The why for me is so important, and a lot of guys can't tell you. Love it. What's number three, David? We basically covered it. But number three is all about making sure that you, the individual, has a plan yeah. to really understand what and why you're working on something. And is that swing or is that golf in general, right? Because sometimes I suppose what can happen, especially when we're busy, people get attracted yeah. to the swing because that's yeah. what they can go away and work on. Are we talking now plan of how am I improving this swing and this metric and improve my matchups and my contacts and my strike and all this great stuff? Or are we saying... What's my plan to actually shoot lower golf scores? Which is the point. Oh, right, okay, good. So I'm really, especially being more of a predominant online coach now, everybody gets absolutely sucked into improving swing. My swing needs to be better. My swing needs to be better. Wrong. At the end of the day, what's the one thing we want to improve? Numbers, score. 100%. And we get so lost. What's really concerning is that over the last 10, 15, 20 years, the average score for the golfer hasn't improved. The technology's improved. I think the level of coaching has improved. Certainly the level of information out there has improved. But people's scores haven't. Why? We get carried away in the wrong areas. So it's got everything's got to be underpinned by improving score. Yeah? yeah. And then for me, it comes down to what's happening at impact and what the individual intent is. And I know intent can be considered to be a buzzword right now, but I think it's underused still. And it's certainly not been talked about enough from day one because so many people will go onto the driving range, ball, 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 with no true intent. As a result, we become reactive. That one's gone out right. All right, I've got to fix that. Now I've topped that. So half a dozen balls, you've had half a dozen different outcomes. All of a sudden, you've got six different things you're thinking about. Your practice is lost. You're wasting your time and your money. So true, man. Yeah. So little cliche, being a golf coach, but... Number four for me is an invest in a coach. Yeah. Invest your hard-earned cash for someone that's going to guarantee you a result. Yeah. Someone that's going to give you that individual plan, hold you accountable, and be there to answer any questions yeah. so that you don't waste a year of your life going to the range not improving. Waste 600 quid on 100 balls a week not improving so that you don't have to go to YouTube. By all means, go to YouTube to consume some fantastic um, quality information, but not that you need to go there to get your individual answers. You need someone that can be, that knows you, the individual, what your plan is, what you're working on, and give you the answer straight away, rather than confusing. I suppose it also allows you to stop getting attracted to other stuff, right? You said about having the plan. Yeah. It's all very well having a plan, but it's it's so easy to get attracted to other things. Like right? you'll read something, you'll see something, someone will tell you something on the golf course. Yeah. And easily people can be attracted to the new thing. And it's almost yeah. sometimes having a coach that can just drag you almost not necessarily push you forward, but actually hold you back sometimes from like being attracted by that new shiny thing that's come out or whether that's a new golf club or whether that's a new theory or whether that's speed sticks or whatever random thing it might be, right? my classic little dig on speed sticks, but is, is whatever that is, it's the coach dragging them back in and saying, right, is that part of our plan? Is that going to make a shoot low golf scores? Yes or no? If no, forget it, ignore it. Let's continue with our plan and just keep chipping forward. So sometimes it's a responsibility of the coach to actually 
drag people and people always think they're going to push them forward which is obviously a huge part of it but also dragging them back and actually saying no come back in back in back and almost putting the blinders on right when you do that though all you're doing there is actually making sure you maximize and utilize that that small amount of time you have exactly yeah rather than wasting it going for the latest fad exactly it's huge um and that was one of the biggest reasons why i moved to online coaching is because so very quick journey of my coaching we did the eight the same that everyone gets taught six lessons for five Mm -hmm. Yeah, or 12 for 10. Yeah. Worst model in the world, right? Yeah. Because someone would invest and the coach would be, great, I've got loads of money and now I'm not going to try and get them booked in because I don't want to really deliver on it. Well, that's no good for you and it's no good for the client. Also, when they did book in, you might see them once every six weeks, once every eight weeks or have 12 weeks off. But guess what? They got initially, they got a free lesson. But you've done three lessons. You've not seen them for three months. And guess what? You're going to repeat the three lessons. So you've wasted time and money. No one's winning. Yeah. So I'd move to the monthly programs mm -hmm. where guys would come in either once a month or twice a month. Fantastic. It's that hour. Awesome. And then you'd go back over. But the problem you'd have in between that time, the guys are by themselves. So a lot of the time someone would come back. Oh, I've not had time. I've not. And I get that golf isn't the be all and end all. Mm -hmm. You've got family work. That's got to come first. Even your physical well-being. Right. Then golf. But if you've got someone that can hold you accountable and you say, look, we set out with this goal, what's going on? How can I help? Game changer. But not just that. For me, one of the biggest things is you've got guys that you give drills to and they're going to go away and do them. Most of the time when you're not there, their intent is amazing to do those drills, but they do them wrong. Yeah. So actually all they're doing is ingraining the bad habits you're trying to get rid of. So the amazing thing for me with online coaching, not only can I give you feedback on every single practice you do when you record it and send it me, but I'm also going to ask you to record your drills. Mm. And whether it's a drill on the range or a dry drill at home, I'm going to give you feedback. So all of a sudden now, my guys in, per in person coaching would see improvement. But the online guys are so much faster because yeah. of that feedback, that communication, and the ability to answer questions quickly rather than have to wait for next month. Like how many guys that are having lessons struggle to get in with the pro at a time that's convenient for them? As a result, that three-week gap turns into four, five, six, and then you know what? You're fed up, you don't book in. Exactly. If you're short of time, why are you going to be wanting to go to the range, do drills, even if you've gone with the best intention, and you're going to stick to your plan, you're going to deliver on those drills, yeah. you're deliver those drills correctly, or you're moving things away, We've all done stuff. We've all felt like we've picked it up in the lesson and gone, gone away and, yeah. and lost touch of what that is or been unsure. And you say, if you're short of time, you need to be making sure that every ball you hit is of that same quality. And yeah. that's how you're going to get that. For sure. We've gone a little bit long-winded on there, but the, the final point to point four for me is find a coach that can deliver on those things. So give you a plan, hold you accountable, be there to answer the questions that you need answering mm -hmm. so that you can maximize that time. But also find a coach that backs themselves that guarantees to give you that improvement. Obviously, you've got to set a few things for you to commit to. But for me, there's no reason why you shouldn't be investing with someone if they're going to guarantee to get you that result. Yeah. So many of us will buy the latest driver with zero guarantees, but yet we're not willing to invest in a coach. And I think find someone that backs themselves that will guarantee for that improvement or they'll give you your money back. Simple as. Yeah. What have you got to lose? 100%. David, what's number five? <laughs> so... Number five, super simple, keep a practice diary. Nice. Okay? Because so many of us will be having lessons, we'll go to the driving range with great intent, and we've spoken about it already, then we get reactive, right? Mm. So we react to a shot. 
and then we'll work on this and we'll try this and try that. And all of a sudden, you'll hit 100 balls. You'll spend 30 minutes, by the way, which is not long enough. I always ask my clients, if they're telling me they're hitting 100 balls in 30 minutes, right, now get 50 and spend an hour. Yeah? yeah, make that quality of that practice so much more by taking time and actually going through your drills. But back to the point, you'll hit 100 balls in that 30 minutes. You'll get in your car and you'll sit down and you go, what have I actually worked on there? What have I achieved? Nothing, because you got reactive and you, you worked on different things every single time. Yeah. So by keeping a diary, it's going to help you really stay focused. And all you have to simply do is before you get on the range, what are your goals for the session? Okay. When you get back in the car, what did you achieve in that session? Yeah. And you'll find initially that you probably won't achieve the goals, but all of a sudden you'll go, right, I'm investing all this time. I'm investing the, t the money on the balls and the money on the coaching. This has got to be better. Actually, this is what's holding me back. It's not the quality of the coaching. It's not the quality of the information or the delivery. It's actually my execution. And by keeping the diary, it's like, bang. Game changer. Yeah, it just stops you getting lost, right? Like the amount of time people go to get, they've been just go to drum range and get lost, and they come away and think, "What? Did, what where did I go? Where did, when? When did I lose it?" And that diary, I think, is is a key thing. Yeah, um, something I get my clients to do with loads of stuff they do, and I think that's a yeah, it's a huge one. Okay, David, thank you so much for all of that detailed information. But for those guys who want to take away one absolute like nugget piece here, what are the top five things for busy golfers? What do they need to do? One to five. Brilliant. So stop watching endless content. Yeah. Yeah. Stop wasting that investment, that time and that money over the year. Yeah. Just doing trial and error. It doesn't work. Good. Number three. Number three is get yourself that personalized plan. Yeah. Number four, find yourself a coach that is going to guarantee to make those improvements or you're going to get your money back. Yeah. And number five is practice with a diary. Practice with true intent. My favorite one. My favorite one before. David, thank you so much for giving such valuable uh, content. To I think so much people will take from that. Where's everyone going to find you? Instagram. So yeah, the, the easiest way is Instagram. So Damon Wood Golf. Yep. Uh, but also if they want to reach out via email, it's Damon, D-A-M-O-N at mygolftribe.com. And I'll stick all your details below. I'll stick all your socials below. And Fantastic. Uh, go, and, go and hit up Damon on his online coaching. Damon, thank you so much. Man. No worries, guys. Guys, if you do reach out, I always make sure I get back to everybody. So please don't hesitate. Amazing. Awesome stuff, dude.